a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. When it comes to love and relationships, you can think of it like a mirror. If you love yourself, you will find more people have love for you. And if you respect yourself, you will find more people that have respect for you. And if you value yourself, you will find people that value you. But here's the deal. You will need to work on things rather than waiting for someone else to come and fix it for you. And now is the time to let go of these habits that have kept you from getting hurt but are also holding you back from true partnership built on love and respect. There is a client who I just finished coaching with and and exemplifies what we're going to talk about today. And she had significant breakthroughs with her love shields. She grew up in an alcoholic, rageful father and a narcissistic, jealous mother. So she never got her needs met and experienced emotional chaos. She took on the role of being the peacemaker and withheld her feelings and then poured all of her energy into being an overachiever. Fast forward, then she ended up having only two relationships in her life. She had no dating experience, both of which were toxic and simulated her family dynamics. So both men were highly critical of her not emotionally intimate, and never got her needs met yet again. And when I first started working with her, she was petrified to put herself out there in fear of attracting yet again another bad relationship. And she didn't have any dating experience, and she suffered from extreme low self-esteem. What was remarkable about her is that she was drop-dead gorgeous. She was smart, warm, kind, sexy. But the problem was is she didn't see it. And after being beat up over the years, metaphorically, and her light was dimmed and her voice was shut down. And after helping her get some sexy clothes, putting her online, helping her know how to date without getting attached to the outcome, expressing her feelings and learning to be vulnerable amongst other things. She is now dating up a storm and she's the happiest she has been in her entire life. And she's just recognizing her value. Her light is shining bright. And most importantly, she has found her voice. It wasn't easy. But because she took action and had strategies to break through her love shield of staying in her comfy cocoon that was protecting herself from getting hurt, she is feeling a sexy confidence that she's never felt before and really loving herself. So there could be some of your own behaviors that are standing between you and love, which means you have the power to change all of that. Now, this is important because you can't change other people. All you can do is look at what you are doing in ways of your approach, your perspective, 
habits, actions, all of those things, knowing that you have the power to shift some things so that you get a different result. I mean, so many times I hear people complaining about there's no good men, there's no good women out there. Where are all they? Am I doomed? And if that's all you see, then that is all you will create for yourself. And then you're just you know, spinning, going around and around in a loop and doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, aka insanity. (laughs) So no wonder you might be paralyzed in fear or shut down due to the negativity and burnout you feel. Now, I know what you're thinking. Kimmy, I don't know what I am doing to create these bad habits that block me from finding true love. I work on myself. I listen to podcasts like yours. I read books. And by the way, keep listening. I read books and I think I've improved until bam, I start dating again and I end up yet with another type of partner or date that is the same. It's the same person. Or I feel hopeless when looking at all the potential dates online. But the truth is that if you are someone who is either trying to figure this stuff out by reading or listening to a bunch of stuff without an action plan or strategies to put in place to break these habits, you'll default back to what you know and what you're comfortable with, which in essence may be your love shield. So There could be some of your own behaviors that are standing between you and love, which means you have the power to change that. So if you're asking yourself, will I ever find love? You must stop doing these five things that are potentially blocking you from finding the love that you deserve, the right kind of love. In other words, these could be your love shields. All right. So number one, stop expecting someone to be something that you are not giving back. This is the mirror that I began this episode with. Most people aren't actively looking for someone who is negative, pessimistic, lazy, or uninspiring, right? Like you don't go and seek that. Yet, you you know, you set the standard for the type of person you want in your life. So you got to look in the mirror. If you want a particular type of person, You must be the mirror of that quality of the person. If you want someone fit and healthy, you must be a fit and healthy person. Like attracts like. Mirror the person you want and the connection will happen much more naturally. Finding genuine happiness within yourself is one of the most important steps to making a genuine connection with someone. I'll never forget a call that I had with a woman who was complaining. He's like, oh my God, all these guys are just unavailable. Like where are the the good guys who actually will listen to me and be a good partner and value communication and all that jazz? But yet when I was listening to her and her history, And the way that she was dating, I said to her, you know, I got to be honest, you're attracting exactly what you are because I don't believe you're emotionally available. And she kind of paused and she thought about it. And she's like, wow, I never thought about it that way. She's like, you know, there was a time where I, I was, I was open, but I think I've shut down because I'm so scared of getting hurt and opening myself up again to someone who doesn't give back. So in essence, she was just, she just kept recreating the same dynamic over and over again. So you gotta 
break through some of these fears based on past experiences. It's not easy, but with a little strategy and motivation and accountability, it can happen. All right, so that's number one, the mirror effect. Number two, stop hiding or shape shifting. So here's the thing, nothing will come to you in this life if you are hiding from it, even though it feels like you're protecting yourself and yeah, you'll kind of just stay in this like state safe cocoon as I always call it, but nothing will come if you are running scared. If you want something, you're gonna have to be brave and put yourself out there. You're gonna have to poke some holes in that cocoon and peek your head out at least. Because if you don't put yourself out there, no one will be able to find you. You know, that's the other thing. A lot of times people say, oh, well, if it's meant to be, I will meet that person. Well, you know, regardless of your religion or your spirituality or however you think about this, you still got to put yourself in situations so that that person comes to you, (laughs) right? Um, There has to be some sort of action that you put into place to attract whatever it is that you're looking for. Because if you don't put yourself out there, no one's going to find you. Or worse, you hide when you know, you are with someone and you become what you think others want you to be so that you're not your authentic self. And that's what I call shape-shifting. So there's a lot of different ways of hiding, physically hiding, like not going out at all. You can also be hiding your emotions and how you feel, right? And you can be just guarded. You can also just pretend like you're somebody else or just be really into what you think the date wants of you. All of those are forms of hiding and you're not showing up in an authentic, genuine way. So you're not going to attract a real connection. Okay. So number two is stop hiding. Number three, stop holding on to the comfortable habits that are holding you back and making repeated mistakes. So there are a lot of habits that you know don't serve you well, but you just become comfortable with because there's a perceived protection factor that they offer. Habits that you know aren't helpful in your quest to find true love, but you may be reluctant to give them up because in your mind, they might protect you from what you are feeling or fearing. You, If you want to find love, you have to make sacrifices. That's just plain and simple. If this is your situation, remember that life's greatest growth that it comes from when you leave your comfort zone. I always say change always happens in discomfort. Don't let feeling comfortable and safe hold you back from a full and vibrant life. Take some risks, you know, be a little adventurous. That could lead to your love life. I'll never forget a woman that I was coaching. I tell the story all the time we crashed this party and, you know, for her, this was super risky. She said, you know, as we were walking down the streets of Santa Monica, we look in and it looks like it was a private party, but it wasn't until we walked into the place realizing it wasn't a private, I mean, it was a, a party going on, but you know, anybody could walk in. And when I asked and I, I always find the leader in every party. When I asked the leader of the party what it was all about, it was just, you know, a party for a, a fitness type of situation. I don't know. There was like an opening of a fitness center. And he invited us in. 
And we started having a ton of fun and meeting lots of people. And I love this story. So in that crowd ended up being a guy that my client started talking to. And that guy became her boyfriend. Now, if we didn't take that risk and actually just asked questions, kind of, you know, just went in with curiosity, that never would have happened. So opening yourself up and allowing not only the emotional vulnerability, but even physically as you're moving throughout the world, these are essential parts of finding true love. Let go of the defense mechanisms and withdrawal strategies that have both kept you from getting hurt and also hold you back from finding love. Look at your past relationships and patterns. Did they all end the same way? If so, you may need to work on yourself before getting back out there. If you don't fix the ongoing problem, you are only setting your next relationship up to crash and burn in the same way. All right, number four, you're hung up on someone who is uninterested or unavailable. You are chasing the unavailable, in other words. It's easy to imagine a fantasy love with someone if you know it would never happen. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, it, it's it's almost like a poster child, you know, when you were younger. I don't know who you had a crush on. For me, it was Sean Cassidy. I know I'm like aging myself. And you would look at that poster like, oh, wouldn't that be cool if we had a date and you were crushing somebody? But it's so much safer looking at that poster child than actually (laughs) putting yourself out there because that poster child isn't really available. There's a good chance that if the two of us, me and Sean, were together maybe things would play out differently, but he really wasn't available. So you got to think of like the unavailable people as just like your far reach people. If you compare everyone you meet to a fantasy, they'll always come up short. So let go of the dream and pursue someone you might have a real future with and who's available. Now, I'm not just talking about in the figurative sense, but in the emotional sense too. Like, are you chasing unavailable people who are not there for you emotionally because maybe it feels safer because maybe being emotional is too scary. Like take a look at that for yourself and try to break through that. And finally, number five, your standards just simply are not realistic. You know, we come to love not by finding a perfect person, but by learning to see if an imperfect person perfectly (laughs) If you hold your romantic prospects to an impossible standard, you will never be pleased. You are also not giving them a chance to be vulnerable with you. To make a relationship work, you need to give one another the freedom to be flawed. Stop trying to be so perfect or find the perfect partner. And this is when a lot of times clients come to me and says, you know, I think I'm just really picky. You know, I have certain standards, but a lot of the standards may be, you know, too false of a standard, you know, or maybe you're making assumptions and judgments based on one thing. And it's simply not true. I see this all the time when I'm going into profiles, right? And I'm looking at what people are looking at. I, I just did this last night with a client and we were going through his Bumble account and I was like, I want to see how you're vetting these women. 
And I was astounded at the way that he was swiping right and left. Like he was missing clues and cues of really good women. But because he would find like one thing on there, he would swipe left. There's a really great woman that I I saw and she had like all the qualifications that he was looking for. And, you know, it was a nice enough person to at least swipe right on to get to know and have a connection with. But he 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 sw- he swiped left. I said, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we'll see this thing right here. It was just this like small little line that she wrote. That's not going to work for me. I said, okay, well, I'm going to challenge you a little bit. I said, what if the reason why she wrote this has another reason than what you're thinking? And now you're just because you're presuming that you missed a chance to meet a fabulous woman. And it clicked. Like he realized he was doing this with every single person. But the reality was, is that he was scared. He had two failed relationships. He was keeping all of like his connections kind of disconnected in fear of getting hurt again. And he was doing that just by the way he was vetting these women online. So like, what are you doing? Are you setting your standards so high that it's actually a protective mechanism so that you don't get hurt? All right, I want to read a uh, recent letter that I got from somebody that relates to what we're talking about. Uh, This is from Betty, and she says, I want to feel more comfortable flirting with guys, not choose projects, and be in a healthy relationship. It's hard for me to speak my truth. I actively avoid conflict, and I'm usually too nice and try to please people. I often find myself compromising in relationships, and I become resentful later. I'm shy and reserved, and I need time to think and process my feelings. I also have problems being present, and I overthink a lot. Oof. Okay, well, well, it sounds as if you have a lot of love shields going on, I'm not going to lie, and they compound one another. I can see how it all must feel overwhelming, where you may just feel it's easier not to date than attract yet another project again. But here's the thing. You are in a total tug of war with yourself because what you fear is what you want, and what you want is what you fear. So you are caught in a loop. And you're worried about the future, and then you're bogged down with the past, so it's hard for you to stay present and just work on connecting with people in healthy ways. So you'll keep attracting the wrong guy. So here's some tips that you can do. And if you're like Betty, you'll definitely want to listen to this. This will be helpful. And it'll help you stay more present and work on building healthy connections. Number one, get a little selfish. Really take the time to work on pleasing yourself instead of others. So do things you enjoy and really get to know who you are independent from a man and know what makes you tick. It's super important, especially when you're a people pleaser and you're so focused usually on other people. It's important to pull in and know who you are and what you like. Number two, learn to set boundaries. Say no. Don't worry about hurting others. Worry more about what you want and people will actually respect you more. So stop shape-shifting into what others want of you. You know, demand more for yourself. Let men know what you like. If he takes you to sushi and you hate it, don't just sit there and eat sushi. Suggest a food that you love instead. I mean, it, 
you can practice setting boundaries with these little things. You know, if a friend asks you for help one day and you're not available, don't just drop everything to help the friend. Say, I'd love to help you. And this is not a good day for me. Is there another day I can help you? You know, what are you doing to just, you know, kind of create that chaos for yourself or the lopsided relationships. When you stop some of these behaviors, like setting boundaries, you'll have more reciprocity in your dates and your relationships overall. And number three, date without attachment. Have you ever done that? Have you ever just dated, which is really dating yourself because then you're getting to know yourself without getting caught up in the vortex of a relationship? so that you know yourself and what you like. A lot of times caretakers or relationship-oriented people find themselves, you know, the minute they go on a date and things start working out and they're so focused on making things feel good that suddenly three months, four months, five months later, they're in a relationship and they don't even know how they got there. So really pace things out and see how you're feeling in those interactions because you deserve happiness, all of you. And to make these changes so that you can get there. There could be some of your own behaviors that are standing between you and love. That means you have the power to change all that. This is the empowerment. This is why I love this stuff. Because you can think that there's all these external factors that you can't change. And that is true. You can't change men. You can't change women. You can't sometimes change the environment. But you do have the power to change you to get a different result. So thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com, to see more ways I can help you learn how to date and find love. And if you're finding yourself spinning in that hamster wheel and you don't know how to break through your love shields, then hop on a call with me just by clicking on the link you see in the show description. It's hard to see this stuff on your own. So I would love to help you crack your own love code. Also, I have a special announcement. I will be in New York City coming up shortly in September. I am opening up one to two slots for some private coaching if you're interested and possibly a small group gathering. So if you are in the area or you're close by, I would love to meet you. If you are interested, you can inquire at askkimmy.com for more information and to possibly apply. So I hope to see or talk with you one way or another. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now. 